Hello and welcome to episode 577 of the LeeCast Podcast. I'm Nick Cooper and joining me is Aiden Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? Hey, and Colton Sweat. I almost said Blue Basket. I almost let it <laughs> hey, slip, but it didn't. You almost said my summoner name, which yeah. would have been detrimental and you would have doxed me. I would have doxed you, but I didn't. So you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for that. You, you can appreciate that. Of course. That'll of be course. $350. No, I don't have money. I'm poor. I'm lucky um all right on this episode we've got uh some lead cast news a new patron uh, a decent amount of new news uh, including a new patch uh, we'll hear from our sponsors at nord once again uh, and then we'll talk about um i think senna for uh, quite a little bit uh, and then we'll move into roundtable and mail fight uh Aiden, how was your week my week was good um i've played a little bit of uh duo q i've been boosting my friends a little bit um doing a little fun games um and then i started playing solo queue on my main account last night and those games went interestingly um i got into my first game (laughs) uh actually into not using it improperly um our last pick locked in rise support at the end and then um at the last second he switched to ghost cleanse um and ah. and then we we uncovered the mystery throughout the game of like why he did this and it's because our jungler uh was in his game the game prior and he didn't gank him enough they won by the way he just <laughs> didn't gank him enough and he <laughs> hmm. they they won the jungler carried and uh he was mad Curious. so um yeah so I, I lost that game and then game two is like a, a bit of a, a mess and then game three uh we we won i got 31 points so <laughs> we're good it's 31 yeah, 32, nice. oh, I got 32 points. points even better um yeah so I, I went one uh one win two losses up 32 because i had or up 31 because i was uh one point master tier so <laughs> imagine how quickly i would get banned if i entered for uh junglers not getting my line <laughs> yeah um dude it, it, it was fun though i still like league i, I just think it's a, a little frustrating sometimes but overall good oh yeah for sure yeah as 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 a jungler who's won games with players like that you'd be surprised how many people are like that toxic about like you didn't play around my lane is the win con even though you got 24 kills and a dragon soul i don't know if i mentioned it just on the pod or if i, I was just mentioned say, it trevor it just, sorry <laughs> nico you got it no it's okay sorry i was just gonna say it just feels bad to be doing poorly in league yeah mm-hmm. it's so. like I, I mentioned i'm not sure if i mentioned on the pod or mentioned it trevor and like talking but i had this like nautilus one trick he's like on a smurf account he's like he said it was his try hard account and he's fucking roaming around the map he's playing the best on our entire team he like actually solo carried that game in my opinion right and because he left lane his ad carry fucking killed herself like four times she just lost uh, her mind yeah. she's like she's just like spamming him he's like fucking uh zero one twelve or something right he's fucking carrying and she's like um leave lane again i will fucking ruin the game he's like oh i'm sorry i just thought i'd play around like he's like trying to explain it he's being nice she's like leave lane again i will fucking end the game and he's like uh okay i'll, I'll play around you then right so he starts playing around her and then she dies again she fucking goes no fucking I, I'm, I'm losing you the game you, you don't deserve to win and she's like started killing herself and it's like 
he eventually was carrying so hard that she like decided people care about LP way more than they care about being righteous a lot of the time. So oh, like yeah. she turned it around like and she like played, but he had to fucking just suck her dick so fucking hard to make her want to win the game. And it's like I I messaged him after I'm like, holy shit, dude! Thank you for talking her off the ledge. Like you 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 won us this game not only because you played well, but because you talked our crazy person off the ledge. And it's just insane that she's so mad, even though he's playing well. She would rather lose the game because she's not getting tough fun. Yeah, that's wild. I don't know. It's it leagues a fucking social game as well. It's crazy. True, <laughs> actually true. Um, but yeah, outside of that, um, not too much. Um, gonna keep playing on my main a little bit. I think uh, my gains are crazy. So as long, I think if I can get out of this like like zero to 50 lp range i think i can climb for sure i just think it's like also super possible for me just lose three games and get demoted um but like on a like 50 game sample size i think i'll climb overall i'm just worried about these first like 10 to 15 you know what i mean yeah, tell me about it um, <laughs> i'll talk about that yeah. week. um but other than that it's kind of my week uh i do want to talk about some characters but we'll talk about them in the the discussion then some league cast news up tournament update uh we'll talk about that soon as well but what about you colton Puckers. Yeah. Uh, so I also played a good amount of ranked this week. Uh, I got up to like 120 points and then lost like two games and lost all of those points. And by two games, I think I was actually minus like four. Uh, it, w- it was very frustrating though, because I was like, at one day, I think I played 15 games and was like minus two wins over losses. So I had like, what would that be like? I was se- seven wins, nine losses, and it was like minus eighty mm-hmm. because of the the yeah. LP differences, which like it was a huge bummer. Um, and then I was just like, then I like lost like six in a row. Uh, got down to plat two, bounced back into to D two, D two, D two, D two. We're not at the plat two arc yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, so I've been bouncing between D two and D one now. I think I've done it like three or four times, um, which. I, I don't know. According to Trevor, that's really bad for your MMR. It doesn't make any sense why it would mean anything for your MMR because you're like promoting and demoting an equal number of times. It, so I, I do want to say, like, um, I just want to jump in really quick on that, Colton. I do think there is some sort of bug with like promoting and demoting. Like, it, it's it acts weird for sure. And I, I mean, like, obviously, if you fucking demote from D four to Plat one, if it, it should like affect your MMR. But like, Trevor demoted from D four to Plat one. His gains went from like twenty five to like 17 immediately like one game difference because he demoted and then as soon as he got back it immediately like fixed and it's like that feels like it shouldn't Mm -hmm. do that right (laughs) yeah it shouldn't do that and like i can i can see a little bit of an angle where like you can argue that demoting should lower you more than promoting does just because you get like that loss prevention where like if you're at, at one lp and you lose you don't get demoted and then end at like 80 you go down to zero and you have to lose again right so like in that weird instance if that keeps happening like you could have like five less wins than losses but have stayed neutral Mm -hmm. um but i I don't know it's it's been interesting i i played one night like five or six games to support i think i got an s every single game but i think i also lost like four games in a row which was so frustrating um like i played like a thresh game that i was like I think I had like 27 or some like ridiculous number of assists. I ended up with like eight deaths because it was just like a long game where we had soul, we had Baron and like they had this, I don't know, their, their team scaled well and we were just team fighting so bad. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, I've uh, still been playing a lot. Probably going to get back on the jungle train. Um, I played two games yesterday where, like, the first game, I, I ended up, like, randomly trio Well, not randomly, like, Aiden and Trevor were duoing, and I queued up at the same time. We got a little, a little trio queue action, and we just rolled them, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then later in the night, I played one more game where I did basically nothing all game. And then our top laner, who is chat restricted, adds me after the game and was like, hey, I just want to say that, like, like I'm chat restricted, so I couldn't say this in game, but, like, I think you did a really good job. And, like, you know, you saved my lane because, like, after one gank, I, like, I would have, like, it would have been over. And I didn't, like, I, I didn't even necessarily gank his lane. Like, I was messing around, like, with their jungler over a scuttle crab, and, like, he roamed down and picked up the kill. And that got him ahead. And then, like, I showed up to... They were diving him. But he outplayed them 2v1 and got the double kill, like, right as I arrived. And he was, like, spam-pinging me, which I thought he was flaming me. <laughs> but apparently, after the game, he was like, great job, great job. And I was like, I didn't even... I, I got zero assists. Like, I, I was just there. Like, it was, like, a 30-minute, like, 30-kill game. And I ended with 7kp. And I was just so confused at this player where I'm like... Uh, you're a little delusional but you're like at least you're positive and it's wild that that's such a rare experience in the game <laughs> like I, I get somebody like flaming me for that same game 90 percent of the time I, but maybe he was maybe he turned over a new leaf and instead of flaming you he uh he he was going to flame you but he's already chat restricted right so it just like well, he, replaced his flame with with positivity <laughs> It seemed pretty genuine, and like he had said that he was chat restricted because he described a, a certain character with a certain <laughs> six-letter c-word. <laughs> he was describing gangplay, yeah. um, which I, I don't know if that's actually why he got chat restricted, but um, I, I don't know. It was just one of those very rare experiences in league where you're like, "Oh, the person who adds you after the game is there to say a nice thing, not a mean thing." <laughs> and like he was just pinging me all game, so I thought he was flaming me. I was like, when he sent the first message, I was just like, he's he's trolling me, right? Like, this is pure sarcasm. <laughs> you just come to expect that. So that was a, a nice positive interaction in League. Um, but uh, yeah, that's about it. We played some Flex games last night that I, I played very poorly in. Um, I think we all ended up a little bit tilted, but that's not fun to talk about. So I'll hand it over. <laughs> to the one the only nick hello um i played a pretty good amount of league this week um i think over the course of a week i'm up like a lot of lp like 300 lp maybe um i hit masters i don't know where i was last week but uh played a bunch with aiden we played a lot of uh Senna Cho. um the combo is super, super, super good. Tell me, I haven't uh, fucking been talking it. about it for a year. No, it's uh, it's it's crazy. I I also don't think the characters individually have been that good for a year. Um, I think buffing both of them on the same patch helped. <laughs> I I do think Senna is like one of the best characters in the game. We'll talk about that later. But like, I, I do yeah, think she's that like super good right now. It, it's it's easy to see how they both were definitely playable, and no one mm -hmm. was playing them before this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Um, I have since lost three games in Masters, so I'm at zero LP, and my next game will either um, give me LP or demote me. But I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. I didn't have a, like a ton of issue hitting it. Uh, I guess the, after <laughs> after doing, of course. But 
Um, that just means more Ascendant Cho. I was going to say, worst case scenario, uh, you get to play with your friends if you don't yeah. Like that's what, I, that's what I've been <laughs> yeah, exactly. fucking thinking, man. It's so fucking miserable that you can't do it in Master Plus. But. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I mean, worst case scenario, like what? I end D4, 0 LP. Oh, no. I, I hit Masters in the season. I feel like I played pretty well. So I'm uh, hoping to climb, but uh, I'm not going to be like too, too upset. So we'll see how it how it goes. I've uh, been enjoying that. Also been enjoying not playing League. I uh, played a ton of Near Replicant this week, uh, making super good progress in the game. Uh, it's fantastic. To the guy who said he would pay me $60 if I got every single item and upgraded every weapon, um, please just keep your $60. I'd rather die. Uh, trying to farm in that game is one of the worst experiences I've ever had. So it's uh, not a good time. Um but otherwise, it's uh, the story is super, super good. So um, I think that's about it. Uh, we can get into the show. Shout out to Zach, our newest patron. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you for your support. Uh, Aiden, do we have any league cast news? We have a We've got a bunch. Good amount, yeah. Um, the biggest thing is that, uh, hey, I talked about a 5v5 tournament last week for gold for uh, like below. Um, I am pushing that a week. Um, people very quickly informed me that uh, this weekend is Clash. Uh, <laughs> and so my tournament would be going on during Clash. And I feel like as soon as a 5 stack figures that out, they'd much rather go play <laughs> Clash. Um, so it's, Aiden doesn't want to interfere with, with Riot. He knows that he'll he'll They'll shut me down, dude. They'll fucking Clash, pull so. the plug from my tournament. Um, well, it's like trying to stream anything during the LCS, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you're, you're the LCS in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's being moved to March 18th with... Um, sign up uh last date for signups is on um friday march 10th and then the teams will be posted on sunday march 12th so please if you are this is a gold four cap tournament so gold four and below it's kind of meant as like a like a thank you to like all the people who signed up for like the like iron bronze silver leagues that didn't get like a team um i think we already have four full teams signed up and then like maybe like one or two makeshift teams um so please sign up if you if you're just like a single gold player and you have a bunch of friends like gold four player and you have a bunch of friends sign up as a team they don't have to be part of a discord they can come hang out have a good time um there's no prize for tournament so it's not super competitive but please gold four cap tournament if you're anyone sign up you can sign up solo duo trio um or as a five stack um and we'll place you on a team uh please sign up the date last day to sign up is friday march 10th uh, and the tournament is on Friday, on, on Saturday, March 18th um, at 4 EST is when it starts. It'll be like three hours or so. Mm-hmm. I think I, I have seen a few questions in the Discord like, what if I'm X rank or what if I was this last season or I normally get to this? I mean, again, Gold 4 Cap is, is currently where we're at. I think generally, like, if you are Silver 1 right now, but you ended Plat 1 last season and know you're a Plat 1 player this probably is not the tournament for you yeah. like use your best judgment. yeah no it is I, i've um, talked to a couple people about it because people have messaged me they're like hey like man i i just hit like gold three for the first time um my the rest of my team is all like silver players um is it okay if i play and i'm like yeah it's, it's like once again like the main thing i just don't want the reason why this is a gold four cap is it's supposed to just be you don't just sign up with your fucking plat team and then the iron bronze silver team has like no chance and no fun right that's the whole point um that's why i also made it so that uh we, if you're a fill if you're above um gold four if you're gold three gold two or gold one um you're allowed to sign up as a fill and if, if i need someone to fill on a team at on uh uh, on Saturday, if someone doesn't show up, then I'll, I'll grab one of you guys. And it's like, yeah, there's they're better players, like, and they're exceeding the cap. But I, I just want it to be fun for everyone. So, mm-hmm. 
I, I would also, uh, as a little as a little nod to our experience in flex test last night, just because you're a high rank does not mean you're going to win in a competition. Yeah, those are the three like lowest rank teams that we've played against. I, I do think a couple of them were smurfing, but like still, that it, yeah. it, they fucking dumpstered <laughs> us. But did it end up being the same team in the second game after? after there was all? like two same players. Yeah, okay. gotcha. So it wasn't even a yeah, five, they stack five stack. They, they weren't, swapped out three players. They were like all like a D four to. They had like one master player, I think, but. Yeah, it just played super well. Yeah, but anyways, uh, please sign up yes. if you're interested at all. It will be a fun tournament, and uh, it's not super serious. Just use your best judgment when signing up. So, Poggers, nice. Uh, we want to move into the new news. Uh, yeah. Yo, we got some dev thoughts. Yeah, we got dev thoughts, right? About how they want to. Uh, I mean, most uh, of this is boring as shit. The game. Yeah, like most of it's like yeah. literally like, mm-hmm. hey, we nerfed. Kill early kill experience and it made roaming characters less good so we're gonna buff those and it's like okay who cares they're gonna nerf lethality mythics the most interesting part and i think this is super fucking interesting is they've talked mm-hmm. about their buff strategy so currently they do a bunch of buffs called bucket changes so it allows them to nerf and buff a bunch of things and it's purely based on stats right like for example this character is 48 percent win rate so we're gonna give them stats slight changes like you know like the classic um plus 20 seconds or minus 20 seconds of their ultimate at uh rank three uh minus 10 uh rank two uh same at rank one right like they have these like very standardized like boiler plate changes that they'll introduce to characters like minus 280 plus mm-hmm. 280 and these are bucket changes that they can just mass apply to characters to give them an idea of like a winner if you listen to any freaks uh vods he'll go, or uh freaks like patch things he'll go this change is intended to increase their win rate by two percent right and those are like kind of the bucket changes where they go, hey, we're going to apply this uh, without thinking about it much. And it should just bump them up a little bit. Right. And pretty well what they said is that this fucking isn't great. <laughs> like, it, it's just like it's just not a good way of balancing characters. It's fine. But like the reality is doing larger scale changes like the upcoming Pantheon and Azir changes are way more interesting. Get people way more excited. Um, fucking patches kind of feel like just this boring thing to like read through uh when you're doing like just a ton of bucket changes and it leads to like i mean today like nick nick was mimi's like oh zaya's nerf she's unplayable and she got like minus five damage on her e and um one other thing like like plus one second one second under cooldown Mm -hmm. and that's that's so fucking obviously a bucket change right it's a hey we're gonna slightly tap this to lower her win rate potentially one percent right and rather than if they, if they went through it, they might go, okay, Zaya is currently building Navoria as our main item, so we're going to actually up her E uh, cooldown by a fair bit, but maybe we're, we're going to give her some more damage on whatever, right? And that would be like a more thought out change rather than this like kind of boilerplate, um, ner- lower her win rate by 1%, we're happy. Yeah, and I think that there's definitely a place for both types of changes, and I, I think generally this change is really good for when something is like egregiously strong and you need to quickly remedy that for like competitive integrity and for people to enjoy the game where right where it's like zaya wasn't ever at 57 percent win rate or something actually obscene but like let's say there's a strategy that's like you know 55 56 percent win rate across a pretty good sample size like it's fine to just nerf that with a boilerplate thing to get it down and and then hopefully what follows is they're going to figure out a better way to adjust the system that's being abused or change the mechanic or rework the ability that's causing the problem and i think like you were saying that's that's a much better way to balance the game you know let's let's use yumi as an example right where it's like she was very 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 good in competitive 
And the way that they, air quotes, fixed it was just making all of her numbers just garbage mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. And that is not a fun way to do it. And now nobody plays Yumi and they're, they're going to do a rework and then hopefully she'll be playable again. But like, that's, I think, fine in a short term. I think maybe this was a little bit too like drastic or too long. But like, you know, generally, if, if there's a character that's too strong or too weak, I would say majority of the time, there's something else wrong besides just the numbers of damage or cooldowns it's like x mechanic is too strong or this just interacts with the meta in a certain way that's that's really problematic um Mm -hmm. right you know like is zaya op right now because she deals too much damage no i think she deals comparable damage to a lot of ad carries i don't think it's that she does too much damage is it because she's got too much push no, there are other characters that can push just as fast as her in the bot lane. What makes her stupidly strong is that it's a very bot-centric meta, and it's impossible to gank her after level 6 and, like, late-game teamfights. She's going to make your assassin feel completely useless. Like, that is, to me, the issue, is, like, her ultimate. And so, you know, do you change how the ultimate works? Do you add cooldown to it? Do, or maybe, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe the issue is her interaction with Navori, right? Like, I'm, I'm not a professional balance team person, mm-hmm. but, like, it's probably not that her E does five too many damage is the issue with Zaya. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, I think that generally trying to find out what those underlying mechanics are that are the issue, whether it be that they're too strong or just not fun to play against, or, you know, maybe there is counterplay, but only at a very high level, or... You know, whatever it is, there's so many, so many, so many factors that can go into balance. Um, but yeah, you know, I think generally trying to like rework a mechanic or how an ability functions is, is going to give better results and, and feel better than doing those tiny changes like plus two AD. That being said, there are characters whose kits are totally fine and you can just make those adjustments. Like I think Caitlyn is very strong. I think her kit works fine and like minus one AD if she's a little bit too strong is is totally fine, right? Or like we're going to lower the base damage of her Q by 10. You know, there's two sides of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think that's it for the dev thoughts, right? So we've got um, we've got next up is Milio, the upcoming uh, champion. Um, his abilities were, I guess, revealed, uh, and we can run through them pretty quickly and, and gar- give our quick thoughts. Passively, uh, he enchants allies. Uh, his abilities enchant allies uh, when they interact with them, uh, and their next damage will deal a burst of extra damage and burn the target. His Q, uh, he kicks a ball that knocks back an enemy. The ball launches upward on hit and falls towards the enemy, damaging and slowing enemies in the area. His W, he creates an empowering zone that heals allies and increases the attack range to those inside. The zone follows the ally closest to the cast point, uh, and you can recast it to follow you know, someone else uh, or to move it around. His E is warm hugs. He just shields someone and makes them run fast. Uh, it looks like there may be a recast mechanic on this, but I'm not 100% sure. And his ultimate is uh, he can heal and remove crowd control from allies in range, uh, which sounds super, super OP. It's a little bit mitigated by the fact that he can't cast it while he is CC'd. 
Um, so that's the the counterplay there. No, no Yumi mm-hmm. situation. Um, and I would I would think it probably is not a massive AOE. It's like a Mumu size. Yeah, it's, is it's, it really? It's, oh, okay. it's pretty sizable, um, but like, but you do have to be pretty close to yeah, it. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like like I immediately see the Reddit comments of like, oh, he's in a Mumu counter, Mumu ulti counter. It's like you're never hitting like the dream milio alt because you can't cleanse yourself right so you have to yeah be in like a mumu alt range but you also have to be behind your team that's being cc'd without being cc'd yourself right so like it's, it's a like, good yeah, you ability. have to wait for a mumu alt and then flash it yeah it's like it's like something. a good ability but it's definitely not like like people are like holy fuck this is op it's very strong and apparently has a very long cooldown though yeah yeah, yeah it's supposed also, to have a long cooldown mm-hmm. i would also like remind people that they're i I imagine it's not going to cleanse suppressions or not. They show it cleansing Urgot ult. Oh, do they? Yeah. Never mind. Okay, that's it's it's a good ability. It's without a doubt a good ability. That's, I just don't think it's like yeah. like the game changing like anti Amumu ult ability, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we'll have to see. I on initial I don't know, uh I, I guess thoughts, I'm a little wary only about the his ability to increase ally range. Um, I think range is a really wonky thing to play with, and I'm not a like super fan of increasing uh, attack range for a lot of characters. But we'll we'll have to see how it plays out. Maybe it can be targetable, and you can kill it or something like what that. What if I told you Caitlyn can outrange turrets after? Yeah, so it's 780 is her her range when this ability is max rank. It does scale with rank from 10 to 20 percent. Um, There's no way you're maxing it, but 20 percent. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess it depends on how like how powerful the range needs to be mm-hmm. um but we'll see or or how like strong his other abilities are right like if his shield is is pretty like a value point at level yeah uh, uh, just that i one, spent way more from like a it. like game design perspective yeah. you probably don't want that ability it, to be it the should ability, not right? yes the, like, it should not be his first character. ability but we'll <laughs> see we'll see um yeah it's milio senna bot lane yeah. milio senna uh milio nyla seems good but then the range is like super super small I mean, 10% um, on melee characters but, is still big, man. It's still, like, 30, right? Or, like, when it's 20% uh, is 60. Like, 60 range is, like, not bad for a melee yeah. character. Which then, I think, increases her, like, Q as well, the cleave mm-hmm. um, with the attack range. So, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. It's um, it's a bit too early to say. Um, not a fan of the range increase, but everything else looks super, super cool. Big fan of uh, of the ultimate. I think it's a, a flashy, like, playmaking ultimate that doesn't, win you the game the way that Renata does like it's different you know but it's it's equally as powerful yeah it is this interesting thing where he's probably the most simple character they've released since I would, I would say Sat's probably the next like most simple character right? yeah um and I would say Sat's more complex than him um but he has a lot of stuff in his kit for being very simple which is always a very spooky thing I would say um mm-hmm. I think he's it's hard to say like once again I'm, I'm speculating without seeing numbers without seeing all that stuff it's hard yeah, to say exactly, that he's going yeah. to be weak because how simple he looks and how much he provides while being simple right mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's hard to fail when you have two abilities that heal um an ability that increases range a shield uh and then i mean that doesn't even talk about like any any damage that that he can provide so it, it, it is a little scary, but we'll see. Who knows? Maybe he'll have the lowest base health in the game. Like, like they could do shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a yeah, lot of exactly. that we don't know. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, he, he's very, I would say he's, he's probably overloaded in his kit for how simple he is. But we'll see. Based on on, on paper. Yeah. On paper. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see. Cool, we'll though. have to see how it goes. I mean, I, I, um, fucking all the yeah, death like and shit is like, hey, we, we realized uh, we have no, like, 
like children male characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, which is a yeah yeah it, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I I like his design a lot. His like outfit, I don't know how to describe it. It has like eyes on it, which is really cool. I I I don't know how to like describe that, but like on his uh, or at least in his splash art, he does. He's, he's, yeah, he's like cool. his his little shirt has. Oh, maybe they're not eyes. They're like little beads <laughs> or something. Right? I, yeah, yeah, they're probably just like little gems or whatever. But I thought it was eyes, like the the shirt looking up at him. Yeah, <laughs> very funny. funny. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's Milio, and we'll get into patch thirteen five. I think is next. This is a boring um, fucking patch, well, by the way. Lots of changes, none of which are super interesting. Um, hey, the Yumi rework is going live. Uh, every single ability is being adjusted. Um, I think probably go look it up if you're interested. Um, essentially she's going to have to be more proactive. She's going to have to do stuff. You can't just sit on, um, you know, characters and, and make them giga strong OP OP. So, uh, she has a best friend mechanic where you get rewarded for staying on the same character. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty well so to stop it. Like so like you can't just lose lane with her, then be switched to the strongest character. Go, in the game, go right? to the jungler. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I do think one of the things, so I, I think, she actually like might be decent um i'm still a little bit scared of her the only thing that i've seen fucking zero people talk about is she's the only support in the game with zero hard cc really yeah hmm. <laughs> i mean there's not very many characters in the game that don't have hard cc regardless and obviously on a support role yeah. you want utility but she's the only support in the game that doesn't have hard cc which is so weird interesting yeah they they took that away um and uh are replaced it with a slow and now her ultimate heals and does damage to targets to allies and enemies in the line it's um, and i think you're a little confused because i play kogmas true before. i i do think it's interesting <laughs> because like i i think and mf support mf supports an actual argument it, it's hard to say like that she's going to be good when she doesn't have any hard ccs to support and she like provides she has less utility than she used to but like i also mm-hmm. think all of her abilities are good yeah i mean the 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 root of what a lot of people have highlighted is the untarget ability right and that still exists within the kit um she is a little bit more proactive her heal is the the big heal is now being switched to a big shield um she still has some healing but it's it's going to be a lot lower than it was previously uh so i i think this is a really like solid direction to move the character in um but yeah it's a i mean for a character like this it's always going to be a little worrisome right um, she's either going to be like super, super OP or probably unplayable. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, cool. Uh, up next, Aatrox says W cooldown is decreased late. The slow now increases with rank and the ultimate bonus AD granted is increased later. Guys, Aatrox hasn't been small playable for s- six weeks so. yeah definitely definitely don't go black cleaver into iceborne yeah, i don't know man aatrox hasn't been the number one best undisputed top laner for three days yeah. let's buff i don't him. know i fucking hate that character <laughs> i think he's, he's still I, so good you're you're, like, you're saying that to someone who has been a probably the loudest aatrox hater that we his know. design since day one that was the biggest thing i i just like uh, he just has so much in his kit it, it's just it's just a lot yeah so. Yeah, 
Um, Ash is next. The Q mana cost has been decreased. The empowered duration is increased. W base damage is decreased. And R cooldown is increased early but decreased late. So some changes to... I think the intent make her a little bit weaker in the support role. Um, I don't know if this does. I mean, enough. it definitely pushes her that way. Like, like the cooldown changes yeah, it's, are it's big. A good start. She never mm-hmm. hit sixteen as support, right? So, like, I mean, I guess that doesn't. It's ten seconds difference, like, which isn't that crazy because you're building ability case. It's not that big of a nerf anyway. <laughs> the biggest change that they were. I don't think it's that they were going to go through Sorry, go that they didn't go through with was uh, they were going to make her queue a cooldown. Um, which I thought would definitely but, fucking just turbo put her out of support because then you'd like want to go Navori on her to make her Q like have no cooldown. Um, but they decided not to do that. Well, so. I think, I think with with support Ash, a lot of the times you don't even like put you points put into Q. Q. Yeah, but I'm saying like if her um, Q becomes a better ability because you get to have a hundred percent uptime with yeah, Navori, you, then mm-hmm. like it forces more people to play her. It doesn't make her support weaker, but it makes her AD carry way more desirable, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't really know what this is going to do. I feel like it's probably not going to be enough. Um, I straight up don't know why the ultimate is as low cooldown as it is. Um, even level one, a hundred seconds seems insane. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe they'll have more of those, uh, uh, focus changes instead of bucket changes <laughs> in the future. Um, next is Aurelian Soul, which we talked about actually last week with um, uh, Lol Soul. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. just a slight nerf to his base stats, his health growth, and his armor growth, and then his Q damage is getting um, a ratio nerf. So less like late game, uh, like huge Q stacks. But I don't think this will affect him that much. He's definitely like one of the better ta- uh, mid laners in the game. So, mm-hmm. uh, cool. So uh, next up is Azir. His <laughs> every every single ability except his ultimate has been changed. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is supposed to uh, weaken his early game, compensate his late game. They want to um, push him away from early Q poke uh, and, you know, spamming soldiers uh, to raise his overall DPS, uh, like just just hitting soldiers. Um, and then they uh, updated his base stats to bring back Nash's Tooth as a viable options, uh, as well as more auto attack damage in case the soldiers aren't in range. Uh, and his passive turret is uh, is being buffed as well. So pretty drastic changes for Azir. Uh, I think this is going to be a fine change in the long run. Um, but in the short run, I bet this character just fucking tanks. So, uh, tanks win rate. Like, I'm not saying pro players know everything, but Showmaker was talking about it. And he thinks this is a buff to Azir. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, the ba- yeah, it's one of those things where where like the the play style changes entirely, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're able to keep up, if you're able to scale and keep up um, soldiers, this this is probably a buff. It's just like, can you do that in solo queue? Uh, as a silver player, right? Yeah. I have negative thoughts on Azir. The only thing I think is cool about this is I, I like the idea of making his uh, passive like weaker, but like happens way more often. Because like I don't know, man, Azir gets like fucking three turrets in a game usually <laughs> so like hopefully i'll make him have like a couple more because i think it's a cool mechanic I, I, I almost feel like this should just be a different character and his um his passive should just be something else i don't i don't feel like it really f- fits the character yeah i mean he, he, yeah. at least in game. i guess the idea is that you're supposed to shuffle people under your turret but yeah it never really pans out that way it's more just like he, yeah you just shuffle it under a regular turret it's like an anti-siege <laughs> tool on like this weird engage yeah. control mage but yeah yeah i mean like it's if he didn't have like already quite good wave clear 
I could see this as like an interesting solution to be like, maybe he doesn't have good wave clear, but he can put up a tower to stall out the game as a late game mm-hmm. character. Like that's that's an interesting way to solve that problem. But like, what does this really functionally do? His passive? It's just like he'll randomly toss one up in the mid lane, like before a dragon fight to get mid prio. It it seems out of place, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like Adrian was saying, you just toss it up to stop a siege or to, mm-hmm. to hold a position, um, which just feels kind of weird. Uh, but, yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see how it how it yeah. winds up. Up next, we've got Caitlyn. Base armor has been decreased by one point. Base attack damage is down two points. Um, like I said earlier, when we were talking about balance changes, I think Caitlyn, like thematically as a kit all of her stuff is pretty fine i don't think she's really problematic in that way i just think that she was a little too strong at the moment right so these are very minor changes that right this is going to drop her win rate maybe two percent because she does a little bit less damage and takes a little bit more damage yeah very very uh statistic like uh statistic based uh for the change and boring changes um yeah next is fizzed mana restore on w is increased and is e uh Playful damage is adjusted and the mana cost is decreased. This is pretty bad right now, but um, hopefully this will help yeah. a little bit. Yeah, so um, the mana restore just now, it doesn't cost anything. Mm. Um, doesn't cost anything to, to use it. Uh, previously, I think it cost 10 mana. That's cool. At level one. Yeah. So good change. Um, I, I don't know about upping his E damage, but that's okay. We'll see. Uh, Gangplank, passive damage decreased. E now, uh, his barrels now show all players how many uh, kegs he has. Uh, and the keg recharge rate is now a flat 18 at all ranks uh, instead of scaling down. I think we, so, Nick, Nick I, Colton I, and I, sorry, Nick, uh, Trevor and I talked about this a little bit. I think the biggest problem, honestly, like he has a lot wrong with him. But the biggest problem is that he yeah. like gets like 4k gold in like a 30 minute game from his passive slash slash first strike in like an average game which is a lot of gold for like it's an item yeah it's it's a it's a lot i almost feel like the value should be dropped by one each um especially in the ability you will always max first um i feel like it wouldn't be that bad and then i don't know then you get to bring him in line with uh with some other characters um but i i really think his passive just does too much damage they're dropping it by i guess 60 at max rank um, which isn't too bad, but a lot of times you're just reapplying it anyway. So I, I don't think this is going to to drop him too much. He's still gonna be he's still gonna get to abuse Essence Reaver, still gonna be really, really strong with uh Navari Spike, so we'll we'll see. It is weird, like so I, I saw the only Reddit discussion I've kind of agreed with about uh, uh Gangplank is that uh, Navori shouldn't give him more it's the exact same damage in like worst case scenarios as IE and it's like better in other scenarios which is crazy it feels like i should be the so, bigger crit item and then like navori should be like less damage but the cooldown should be like a huge benefit of him like but i don't know i do believe that they've changed that recently um i'd have to go through the patch notes but i i'm pretty sure they um changed it so he, he doesn't double dip with navori anymore um where it was increased previously You'd build Navori, it would increase your Q damage, and it would increase your barrel damage. So you'd get to, um, uh, you'd get um, double the like value out of it. 
Uh, but I, I am fairly confident that they changed that um, recently to uh, to not be the case. It only applies from uh, the the attack, uh, which would which would fix that uh, if that's what you're talking about. Hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't know if I if I lost a. I'm sure we're looking it up or something right now, but yeah. Um, uh, do you want to move on then? Into... I was just picking up Chester. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Jinx. <laughs> now he's on my I don't mind. think Good. dogs should be should do the podcast with us. Yeah, come on. They don't even. They don't even know. Or it should be a dog computer. only podcast. <laughs> Wait, better idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our next uh, character for, for Patches is Jinx. Attack speed growth is increased. W mana cost decreased. The slow is increased. And then ultimate damage cap to monsters increased. Uh, so a very small little bit of bonus attack speed. 10 less mana cost on her W and slow is up. Ultimate bonus damage cap against monsters went from 800 to 1200. So that is pretty significant. Um, I... I think that that's really the only one of these that makes a huge difference, but it it definitely opens up that nice subjective steal with Jinxar. Yeah, it's interesting. I almost feel like she's on the niche of being really, really strong. Um, I think she's going to be a decent character uh, once the um, BT Overheal AD carry meta gets to a solo queue. Um I think she's going to be pretty okay in that, but she, she really gets a lot of value out of going, you know, Kraken out of going, um, uh, and then, and then IE sack, please don't go Navori jinx. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see. I think she's right on the, the edge of like super, super good. Um, so I'd be curious to see if these, uh, actually change, um, enough to make her, you know, pick ban. Cool. Um, next is Kennen. Uh, fucking fuck anyone who plays this character. Uh, they're lowering his Q cooldown. His magic damage uh, is being increased. The w, w range indicator for marked targets is added, and E damage to minions is increased. Honestly, the only big change is like the E change. Uh, I'm wondering if it changes any of his values when he can like like one hit waves and stuff um, with E W. But I don't know. It, it, mm. Fuck this character though. I hope he's not like played again. Yeah, I don't know. The the Q changes are are pretty big. It's uh, 20 base damage at max rank, and then 10% more AP. But yeah, those uh, that wave clear change is, is pretty nuts. Um, it's a 30% damage increase uh, from what it yeah. was previously, which is which is pretty big against minions. It it is, but also like traditionally, you max E last, so like adding 15% to the base like. 50 damage of e is not going to be huge um, do you really max it last and not second yeah like wow okay. typically traditionally you max q w then e um if you're going ad cannon <laughs> you max e first because the attack speed goes mm. up and like depending hmm. on like i don't know i when I, when i was playing cannon i would max e because I one missed a lot of cues and yeah. two was just there to yeah. e at you and then auto you seventeen times even though I'm like going AP it's it's way it's so good for lane especially if you can't land cues because you're bad at the game like me mm-hmm. um, but like good cannon players who do land cues max Q and then W because gotcha. that's like the easiest poke combo is like Q W and then if you're you know 
if you are gonna go for the stun you know you have your empowered auto and you might also have like electrocute and that's just a huge trade that they don't get to do anything about mm-hmm. interesting uh, yeah well, Can't change. Want me to talk about fucking LeBlanc? Yeah, this, this is the worst change of the fucking batch. It's crazy. Um, her Q now refunds 100% of the mana and 30% of the cooldown upon killing a unit. Now deals bonus damage to minions and our bonus damage increased to minions uh, replicated on our, our Q combo. Um, so she just gets like an Annie lasting tool on her fucking Q now. Why are we giving the fucking assassin a fucking wave clear ability? Not wave clear, but like better like lasting. A farming like, ability, she, yeah. This is 100, like this is a million percent a change of like, hey, LeBlanc's a fringe pick in competitive. Let's make her good and competitive because she's fun to watch. That's that's all it is. There's no way it's like actually like a like she needs this buff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Think like... She needs this buff. I, I think this is more of like a band aid for bad LeBlancs than it is pushing her to competitive. Because I I think like in competitive like LeBlanc players are still gonna last hit fine, and this is more of a band aid for players who like can't get the auto attack last hits. It's just, yeah, it's a little weird. I don't think she really needs it because her W is already, like, good at clearing waves. Yeah. I, it's just, I have have come across a couple LeBlancs who have legitimately just made the game impossible to play. Um, so I am wary of any LeBlanc buffs. But um, I, I also can recognize that the character is not super good in competitive. So I don't know. It's... um. I don't, I don't want to see this character buff, buffed, but I guess if they had to make it a farming change and not like a damage change, that's that's good, right? So, I don't know. Um, cool, Pantheon's up next. This is uh, one of the, the less bucket changes and more um, kind of focused changes. His uh, base health regen is decreased. His attack speed is increased. Q cooldown is decreased early. His mana cost is decreased. The Q tap windup is decreased, and the E cooldown is increased late. Um, so this is a, a a buff to top lane Pantheon and, and trying to get him back there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I I I don't know. It's um I watched a lot of Spear Shot who thinks this is going to be a, a really good change for him. So we'll see. Yep. Uh, up next, Kiana Q base damage increased. Uh, let's see, by 20 at max rank. So it, it's the later ranks to get the damage. It's the same at level 1. E, cooldown, it decreased by 1 second flat. So not crazy high changing of numbers, but, I mean, plus 20 damage to an ability that you're going to cast three times in your combo. Like, that's that's significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad at all. Cool. Um, next is Ramus, who's getting attack damage uh, growth decreased, and his Q base damage decreased. Too much Ramus, dude. Too much Ramus. Uh, too much of this character as well. Rumble, E magic as the shred is increased. The total shred on two hits is increased. Uh, so previously, you could shred your MR by 20% at max. Um, now, if he hits <laughs> two harpoons, it's 40% at max. It, which, it's uh, so fucking stupid. Boy, howdy, stupid. that's a lot. It's just weird, because like... He's good mid. He's just like this underplayed mid laner, and I think he's just fucking good both top and mid with this. Like it's it's so good, man. I don't know. Rumble's fucking gonna be OP just based off of this. It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. I don't know the character. Like his overheat damage is absolutely insane. Um, and the fact that I believe you can cast harpoon while you're silenced, um, 
is uh, you can it, cast the second one while insane. you're silenced if you've already cast the first one. You can cast the second one. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's pretty. Maybe you get nice. on Jungle Rumble train. I have played against some Jungle Rumbles and uh, lost those. Get it games. while it's good. Get it while it's so. good. <laughs> uh, up next, we've got Samira. Passive movement speed per stack increased. This is something that they just nerfed, mm-hmm. um, and so they're kind of putting it back. I think it's. I don't think it's any better than it was before the nerf. Um, so she she's a little bit faster. That's about it. Yeah, good, uh, good un, un, undo, undoing of those. Uh, Trinomir, his health growth and AD growth are increased. Cool. <laughs> uh, Twitch EAP ratio decreased, so down by 5%. It's actually meaningful because that's 5% Man. per stack, so it's actually like, is it six stacks or five uh, stacks? Ooh, so it, wow, six. Yeah, it's like a it's a good amount. So like he had the high. If you hit uh, five stack or six stacks of his fucking passive, it's the highest AP ratio ability. Like it's a it's a higher AP ratio than Nunu ult. Yeah, it's it's fucked. I don't actually know how this character isn't more popular. Um, I feel like his his like trading pattern in lane is pretty easy as well. Like with Halo Blades, you you proc an auto, toss W, and then finish autoing. And then there's, I mean, yeah. how do you trade against that? That's at minimum four stacks, mm-hmm. you know, right there. Probably five, probably mm-hmm. six. And then like late game when you have AP, the the W slow being like eighty. This slow is actually ninety percent. It's Ugh. it's it has to be like ninety nine percent once you get uh, rabbitons. It's it's insane. So yeah, um, cool. This is the Zaya change that we've talked about. Uh, hey, her E does I think five less damage. It's probably per feather. Uh, which may end up being, you know, sizable. Uh, but it, it also has one second higher cooldown, which I don't think will be sizable considering she goes uh, um, Navori. Yeah. Um, next is Yorick. He's getting his E bonus damage from uh, Ghouls decreased. I've seen a lot of Yorks recently. He's, like, pretty good at split pushing right now. Yeah, not a fun way to play the game, but I guess somebody's got to <laughs> do it. Yep. Uh, Zed base magic resist decreased. E cooldown decreased at later at later ranks. I'm glad to see this. I think Zed is so strong if you can actually play him. It's interesting. I was just thinking about this today that Zed is Trevor's permaban, um, mm-hmm. and I I don't know why, but he plays the the role more than I do. So and Zed's one. Zed's probably the uh, only good AD assassin in the game. I think right now. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that part of the reason why he's super good also is like. He's if you again if you play him well, he's so fucking hard to actually like deal with when he's jumping around between shadows in the late game, mm-hmm. um, and like yeah, he just wins most lanes yeah. if you're again if you're decent at the character. Yeah, cool. Next are all the jungle changes that we've talked about a lot. So the biggest thing yeah. is jungle damage. Yeah, you now do the bonus damage to all camps, not just your own camps, which is awesome. And then you get a lot more gold on a clear. It's like a full camp worth of extra gold for like a clear now. Um, and jungle lane experience you're getting even less jungle lane experience for the first 14 minutes of the game so don't tax your lanes as much you'll get way less experience go farm your jungle we're going back to a farming meta please <laughs> yeah so some a little caveats on some of this because I've, I've seen some confusion or questions in the discord um plus 20 increased damage to all camps now as the jungler so a lot of people i think thought before that you had plus 20 to your camps and minus 20% to enemy camps, and that this was just going, taking away the minus 20, 
No, you, you get bonus damage to everything, so it's just junglers are better at clearing jungle camps than anyone else. That makes sense. Um, so you're not going to clear your red buff or their red buff at, at any different pace. It's the same timing. Um, so that's an important like thing to understand. The other one is the jungle lane experience. Again, you don't want to like permatax, but that doesn't mean that like you just never soak a wave. Um, obviously, that's going to be dependent on you know the game state, your pathing, what camps you have up. But just because the the sharing and, and lane experience is decreased doesn't mean you like never soak a wave or never like stick around to help your laner push because you're not getting enough xp i also mm. think uh, it's important to note so it's, it starts at 40 to 75 it used to be 75 um i bet mm -hmm. you fucking money that in the fucking freak video when he puts out like like a couple days or whatever he talks he always talks about making changes that look stronger than they actually are make look weaker than they actually are but like just like it making a number uh 59 instead of 60 because it looks weaker on paper you know what i mean like a because mm -hmm. like it, it, you try to incite stuff in people right like a lot of like game video games are feeling i wonder if like it's starting from minute zero is like a feeling thing it what they want it to feel even worse yeah. because at three minutes it's already gone up to 50 by the way because like the fucking you yeah that's, that's like yeah. you're never being in a lane by until three minutes anyways like so it, it's not that it, it's a big nerf but it's like not as crazy as it sounds right Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I was about to say that exact thing where it's like 40 to 75 scaling starting at zero minutes. Okay, minions don't spawn until a minute 30. And like they, they don't matter until like two minutes. And as a jungler, you're probably never in a lane before like 2.15 if you're like... I guess, like, the the absolute earliest is like probably at two minutes. If you take one camp and like immediately go to the lane... That's very rarely happening. You're probably, even if like you're doing a two camp like early gank, you're like two and a half minutes. And then anyone else doing like any kind of reasonable path, you're getting into like the three, three thirty, four minutes, right? Where like that change is even smaller. Again, you know, 75 down to 50 or 55, significant. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's trying to prevent the nonsense of like, I take one camp, immediately go bottom gank walk into the river gank walk into the river gank and like haven't taken anything it's not saying that you know after you've done one full clear and reset it and then you gank top that like you can't like help them shove the wave mm -hmm. yeah um the other change in regards to jungling sweeping lens cooldown is increased early again trying to prevent you from just like sitting bottom and sweeping and then like ganking and sweeping and ganking and sweeping yeah, uh, Cosmic Drive is being shifted to more damage. Uh, it's going to have no health, but uh, 25 more ability power. The um, uh, cost or the, the build path has been changed a little bit as well. Rest in peace, uh, Horizon Focus, still... sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, that item's so bad. Please don't build it. Um, Plated Steel Caps is, uh, is now going to check for a wider range of auto attacks. Um, this includes like Jax W and Nasus Q. It's going to reduce those as well. Um, Seraphs is losing 10 AD and 50, or sorry, 10 AP and 50 health, uh, as well as Archangels. Um, so now we move into the rune changes. Grasp is, I think, going to be a little bit better for tanks. No, for non-tanks. For non-tanks? Yeah, no way. Because, like, ah. the, the so any base, like, so is it going from 1.7% uh, for melee to 1.2% plus 3 base. Base is always going to be better on non-tanks. So you're not health stacking. Um, you have less health to, like, stack um, it off mm. of. So it's it's a fucking buff to 
fucking bruisers for some reason. I don't understand. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, to me. as well as the maximum health that you gain permanently when you proc it is up by two for melee or one for range. Yep. So not only do they he- do like the lower health champions get to heal more now, they also get to stack That's more health faster, wild. so they don't have to buy health. What a wild! Much. Yeah, I mean the whole idea is they're trying to make it <laughs> yeah, so like, it gives more HP but less heal less. They're trying to remove like uh, yeah. sustain from the game, but like holy fuck, this is just like like it's not a huge change. Don't get me wrong, I'm not fucking like top lane's dead because of this, but like it is a buff for fucking like a few grasp fiora, which I think is fucking stupid. Like, mm-hmm. but it's a buff in the health stacking aspect, right? But not the yeah. But they also aspect. get that buff. Like it's just like it's a nerf. Yeah. Like if you want to mm-hmm. look at like fighters versus tanks, it's like you they both get the same buff for health. Uh, yeah. Gain. You could argue it's even a worse change for tanks because you have a bigger health pool, so it's like worth like less mm-hmm. in theory. But like the fucking yeah, and I also, is way worse. Yeah, I also feel like tanks have way fewer options to access healing in their build path, right? Where it's like Fiora doesn't care that she heals two less from grasp. Because she's going to have a Ravenous Hydra, right? Yeah. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, the Orn is like, damn, I get, you know, five less health from this. And there's no other way I can get healing in the store. I, I, there's no items I buy that give mm-hmm. me that. Yeah. Um, another thing with that does healing, Triumph. Heal on takedown is changing from 10% of your missing health to 2.5% of your maximum health plus mm-hmm. 5% missing health. So I... I did the math, and I believe for every, um, I I think I did like a thousand HP, two thousand HP, five thousand HP. Um, it's the break even is fifty percent. I don't know why they say thirty five percent. And um, it is the new triumph is better at higher HP and worse at lower yeah, HP. Yeah, so if never you need like a higher HP, so it's a fucking huge nerf. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's a pretty sizable nerf. If you're at like 75% HP, you heal more than you would previously. But if you're at 25% HP, you heal less. Wait, no, that, that I feel like it doesn't, it does the opposite. No, it heals though. more at like uh higher HP. Yeah. Okay, because mm. before you got, yeah, okay, because, yeah, okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah. I, I was, I was seeing like it, it still currently heals you more the lower you are. But in comparison to the old system, yeah. it's better now at higher. Yeah, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was very confused. I'm like, no, it's five percent of missing health that that heals you more the lower you are. Yeah. If you think you just get way more healing because it was a bigger percentage of missing. Yeah. If you think about the the amount of healing you receive from Triumph, like as a as a line, it's much more like they're, they're flattening it out a lot more with this with this change, which is mm-hmm. I think good. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of Aram changes. They're removing Tower Rubble. Uh, eh. Uh, Clash Bilgewater Cup is coming. Uh, it'll be, like Aiden said, the weekend, uh, this weekend coming up, right? So March 11th and 12th, uh, and then the next one is March 25th and 26th. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they released the champion pricing update. Uh, definitely go take a look at that. Uh, TLDR, they're reducing the cost of owning all the champions by a pretty substantial amount. Um, it's still going to cost a lot, but at least there's now some criteria for why they put them in certain areas. Um, They're only increasing the cost of four and... characters too. It's Rise, Kale, Singed, and Twisted Fate, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of those being 450 champions previously. They're all and 450, I think aren't they? Being... Previously? Uh, I don't know if Twisted Fate was. I think he was a... 1350. 1350. Um, but yeah, Rise and Kale for sure were... Uh, so them moving up is not, I don't think that bad. So yeah, it's fine. We'll see. 
it uh, good good changes overall. Um, some changes to the behavioral systems. There's a one minute queue delay if you AFK or leave games, um, and uh, fix a bug where sometimes frequent leavers would not get a penalty. That's, sick. That's interesting. Thirty-two uh, bit client is going to be leaving. Uh, if you dodge, it costs two more LP, and subsequent uh, dodges cost five more. Lots of bug fixes. Uh, hey, Prestige Broken Covenant Misfortune is is going to be added. Uh, oh, it's one of the skins. Okay, cool. I don't know why they listed it there and then below. Um, we've got Broken Covenant Shogath, Misfortune, Nocturne, Rakan, Zaya, Riven, Vladimir, and like I said, the Prestige Covenant Misfortune. Um, that Shogath skin looks so sick. I have a, I have a, a bug fix that I want you guys to read really quick. I just posted it. Okay. Fix the bug that caused Tom Kench's ultimate to sometimes not correctly interact with Radiant Virtue. Oh my god, this is a buff to Aiden. They have single targetly. Plus 5% win rate for Aiden. 5% mental damage. Yeah. Like, dude, (laughs) the amount of times I fucking lose when we're playing Flax and I fucking ult someone, I'm like, my fucking Virtue didn't go off. I'm gonna fucking lose it. Is it because you, like, you recasted it too quickly or? Um, I think it's because it mostly happens on allies. It's like, it's all abilities that um, have, like, two parts to them had this bug at first, Uh, but they fixed all the mother than tom kench's i think interesting okay yeah the only way that you could buff aiden's mental even more is if they turned like minion sharing xp in, in top lane down to zero percent <laughs> so his top lanes wouldn't strong true, Dude, that makes true. me so it's every fucking game my jungler comes up and fucking ganks for me it's crazy it's so funny that we are living the opposite sides of the coin despite like oh, yeah hey gank for bot lane being the meta right now oh it's crazy man <laughs> Uh, awesome. Let's hear about NordVPN. Hey, it's NordVPN. They've been our sponsor for a while now, and they're the fastest VPN on the planet with over 5,500 servers all across the globe. And it's super fast and super easy to use. You've got one click or even zero click uh, possibilities. You can get connected through a server in any country, anywhere you need. You're going to get super quick speed. You're going to get threat protection to try and stop anyone from tracking you or giving you like targeted ads or even stuff like malware if you end up clicking on a bad link because somebody DM'd it to you on Discord because their account got hacked. All that great stuff you get from NordVPN um, as well as you know reliable encryption on your data. They've got a password uh, storage system as well as like a secure cloud file storage system all of which is backed by their 30 day money back guarantee where if you're a crazy person and for some reason decide that you don't want it anymore you can get your money back within 30 days all that's available to our listeners uh, using the exclusive link at nordvpn.com forward slash leaguecast if you use that link you're going to get a huge discount on your nordvpn plan a bonus gift that is completely free and again all of that backed by their 30-day money back guarantee one more time that link is nordvpn.com forward slash leaguecast get that big discount and that bonus gift thank you hell yeah um let's go into guaranteed guffaws we want to talk about Santa? yeah just a brief thing um i didn't really want to go into a full deep dive or bill we can talk about that in a second yeah. but uh, i've been watching a lot of na challenger league which by the way is the most fun league to play like watch they fucking just pick sh- random shit in every fucking yeah. lane. it's mm-hmm. sick you see garen top you see fucking santa lane's bottom you see crazy mid laners it's so much fun man um but uh i guess like i, I want to say this because senna's back like we've obviously been talking about senna tom kench a lot but like um i this past week in the like 10 or I guess 20 games they've had or whatever. Senna was picked in 11 of them and banned in like 
almost every other one of them. Um, she was picked twice with Seraphine, four times with Tom Kench, and then twice with Cho'Gath, and then once with Yasso, Ezreal, and Karthus, um, bottom lane. Um, always playing Fasting Santas. Fasting Santas is definitely the way to play it. Um, but she seems fucking crazy. Like, I, I know, like, this uh, NACL is the first league to play on this patch, um, but there's no way fucking other leagues aren't going to start playing this. I mean, we've already seen, like, uh, LCK start do it and stuff, um, but those players fucking build, like, trash every fucking game. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, what the fuck do you build in Santa? Because even when you're playing her, Nick, you're, like, it's hard to figure out what to build on her. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, It's difficult, yeah. What I've come to the conclusion of is it doesn't really matter. She's just good with any item. Um, the only item you don't want to build is what it's fucking what the Koreans are building. They build Heartsteel on her a lot. Um, and it's yeah, that's fucking, bad. It's like her only negative win rate item. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I think Navori's fine. I think going the Bork, um, like, uh, Rageblade build is fine. Uh, I honestly, if you can get to, like, IE with, like, a crit build, it's, like, really, really good. Um, she just seems, like, insane in general. Obviously, Umbral Blade Glaive is still a really good item for, like, Ward Clear. But it seems like you have so many options, and they're, none of them are bad. <laughs> no, you do. Yeah. I, I find it difficult to fit in a Mythic item because you... Like, in the support role, you really want to go Umbral Glaive because it's a super valuable, you know, lethality item. Uh, and then you probably want to go a situational item. You know, I've been finding myself going up against a lot of uh, magic damage threats, so I want to go Hex Shrinker. Maybe sit on Hex Shrinker if I can, you know, go somewhere else. Probably upgrade into Maw because it's that good. Um, and then it's just like, like, then what, you know? I, I need some yeah. armor pin or I need some, some other durability. Uh, if I need to kill tanks, I'll, I'll go Bork. I think Bork is probably her best item if you can get away with it. It's just kind of expensive. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, it's kind of expensive, and I feel like it's not like super strong components-wise, right? Where like yeah, yeah. Sitting none of on the components feels bad. are great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've seen like a lot of Umbral into a second legendary and just kind of skip mythic altogether i think the reason like obviously umbral is super good because of the vision it gives but it's also just a really cheap and really good build path item where it's not even that like you want or need umbral it's just that umbral lets you win lane and get to two items and if you get to two items you'll get to three items and if you get to three items the game's probably over because you've got like 140 mm. souls they have to nerf dark um, like yeah i think nick like nail it on the head like imagine having like you're let's just say you're playing blind pick you're playing senna versus senna one senna goes for the bork builds and gets a fucking uh recurve bow and the other senna gets a fucking dirk like yeah it's just insane mm-hmm. and she has scaling with lethality in her kit mm-hmm. like on, on her q yeah. um so it's just like it, it's crazy, you know. If you if you're hitting six items, obviously you wouldn't want Umbral Glaive in that. Um, but how often are you hitting six items in a game, let alone in a game as a support player? Mm-hmm. So it, it, plus, I mean, if you can build a longsword, you build a longsword, right? And then and then four hundred gold to to upgrade it into dark, and then you just sit on that until you finish. It's a uh, it, it, it's yeah. nuts. It's it's again yeah it's such a super efficient build path again like. I think Bork is one of the worst build paths in the game. That's pretty bad, yeah. Um, right, because like you're gonna you're gonna spend three hundred gold to get like a dagger, basically useless. Another three hundred gold, four hundred gold to combine it, and like even at that point, like the bonus on hit and all that attack speed is like very lackluster in stats. The the difference between having a long sword and then spending five hundred fifty gold to upgrade it into a vamp scepter yeah, as feels support so center bad. Mm-hmm. feels like basically you spent zero gold. And like I 
yeah, just like all of those components feel so bad mm-hmm. as opposed to just like, okay, I went back, I bought a dirk and a long sword and then i backed back again and i bought two more long swords yeah yeah um but yeah i think i think senna is very strong she scales so well um she she's for sure gonna get some nerfs nerfs yeah. so yeah. i like seeing her though i love seeing like different like she, i i think senna is a fucking boring play- character and i hate playing with it but i do love every single lane that she gets to play be played with it's so fucking cool so yeah i i don't know if she's the most healthy for the game like overall um i think she goes within like she she swings between the character being super op and the character being worthless to play uh i i just think she like you were saying she just brings fun like fun stuff out and i think that's really really good for the game especially when a lot of bot lane metas can fail feel really really stale you know if you're not seeing caitlin lux you're seeing zyra khan right now like maybe lucian nami less so in solo queue um but like (laughs) suddenly you throw in senna and like oh any character can now be played just remember it's crazy before senna buff we were like playing that flex game and we played against someone who's a senna one trick (laughs) i was asking you guys i'm like okay so your significant other plays league but they're a senna (laughs) only player do you not play ad carry do you not play like ad carry support with them (laughs) yeah it's it's tough tough. when she's bad man she's just so not fun to play bottom with mm -hmm. yeah yeah she's like if you're not playing a specific like plus senna lane intentionally it feels very bad as an AD carry to play with Senna. Um, I, I I think it's also, to me, I think it's good for the game when she is good because she enables these alternate picks in the bot lane that at some point, hopefully people will realize that like, even though Senna is enabling them significantly, they are still viable without Senna or when Senna is not strong. Mm-hmm. Right, like obviously, you know, Senna Chogath is very good, and Senna Tom Kench is very good, but like, there's there's not necessarily a reason that you can't still play Chogath or you can't still play mm-hmm. Tom Kench bottom when you don't have Senna. Yeah, the, right. Like, I think you that know, the... Garen Yumi was super good for a while. I think you can still play Garen bot. Yeah, it's situational, but like, you don't need that support. It's just at its best with mm-hmm. that. I think the the big thing that Senna offers is that she becomes an AD carry when your team needs one. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you don't have the AD carry that you need. You know, you don't have one to hit turrets. You don't have one to hit Baron. I mean, you have to draft shit um, like Trisbit or some cringe shit, right? Yeah. Exactly. But there's a lot of really, really strong. You know, Aiden, you play Quinn top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vayne top's a, a pretty decent pick. Uh, if you can manage it, I'm sure Lucian in a solo lane is still fine. Uh, so you can find your source elsewhere. It's, yeah, it's just like I mean, having to draft that. Fine. Yeah, having to draft good. that in solo queue can be can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cool. So yeah, play Santa. That's what we're saying. Please I just think she's super interesting. Sure. Also, watch fucking NA Challenger League. It's so much fucking fun, man. Fucking just watching Moose Hater every game is so much fun. It's like they just he gets perma banned on Garen. <laughs> That's so funny. Who does he Who does he play? I uh, plays Fiora mostly. I like when he doesn't play Garen, but. Gotcha. Dude, him just that's watching so him just he doesn't fucking play Garen. Just, I mean, that's his main, right? Like, it's the whole fucking yeah. it. Dude, it's so funny watching him play, like, like beat some fucking, like, LCS, like, a player who's, like, washed up on fucking Garen. Just fucking take him to. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yeah. I, I also funny. find it hilarious, like, the world where they're having a conversation, like, the other team before the games. They're like, guys, guys, 
do we have to ban Garen? Yeah, and then like the, the fucking like draft coach is like, no, fuck you guys. It's Garen. We're never banning Garen. Just play the lane right. I mean, it's like, it's like, I can't. It's just so interesting, man. Like everyone, like it, it's at the level where like people still have like, like um power picks or like you know like when Froggen used to play Anivia and like oh fuck you have to yeah, play Froggen yeah, yeah, can yeah. play Anivia in any meta we're obviously past that in actual League of Legends like no one has like these niche picks or very few of them right like Bjergs and Zillion like when they come yeah. back into meta a little bit but like no one does that and Challenger League is still in like the level of like we see fucking Duo King play Zyra every other game like dude I think Zyra is fucking awful <laughs> but it's <laughs> cool it's, it's really fun to watch I'd really recommend it yeah I, I do think there's also a level there where they're just more willing to do it, mm-hmm. where like there are probably compet like you know premier leagues that could do more of that successfully and just don't, and that might be because of the draft coach or the player. I'm not sure, but like, uh, I mean that's another discussion. I, we can I don't have, think Colton like I, I like yeah. I, I, I Ellis talked about it a lot. Like I, the reality is, pros are fucking lazy at like that level. Like they have a lot of work. They scrim a lot. They have to play solo cube on. But like they're so not fucking willing to like learn shit, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like the biggest example is like you know Malice. Um, he's like the EU really fucking talented jungler. He played for Cloud9 Academy last year. Like he he plays all the solo cube like stompy characters, and he just played them in like NACL, right? Like he played Karthus, Evelyn, mm-hmm. Udir, Hecarim, like all these fucking solo cube pup characters. And guess what started happening? Not not they're obviously good characters. He's fucking like 20 owing every fucking game he plays. Um, teams didn't learn them. They just fucking would spend five bands on him. And it's like, it's fucking crazy, man, that like people are just so not willing to like learn shit. Like, unless it's like a new thing. If it's a yeah. new thing, they'll learn it. Like, people learned Aurelian Soul. Um, but they're just not willing to be like, like we seen, we saw Someday, I think it was. It was either Someday or Impact play um, uh, Garen Top. I think it was Someday. Um, but like, I, I bet you we don't see another fucking Garen yeah, Top Sunday, game like Sunday. next week. Like, even though Garen's obviously mm-hmm. a good pick. Yeah, and I think there's also definitely something to be said that, like, you are rewarded more for having a deeper champion pool at the higher levels where it's, like, you can't exist as an actual one-trick. And there's a spectrum there between, like, one-trick versus, like, pocket pick main, Um, right? Like, you know, Pioshik, very, very good at Kindred. You know, maybe he's a Kindred main to some people. But, like, if, if he literally only played the character, then it's easy. Ban Kindred, this person's bad now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all of that additional investment into one champion at the highest level is very much mitigated. But, like, if you do play, let's say, four characters, and those are the only four characters you play, it's like, are the are they really going to spend four bands against you at that level? Like, and if so, is that maybe enough that, like, your team then just gets, like, other crazy yeah, shit? Yeah, it's just, it's just, it just makes me sad know. sometimes. Like, like... I fucking love watching Miles play like Evelyn or Karthus and just beating people with it. And it's so sad that not mm-hmm. not a single other person played either of those characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, I think pro play specifically has a lot of like, well, we're just going to stick with what works. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 it feels super, super bad to not see them like adjust to, um, to the to the appropriate meta. Ellis definitely talks the most about it. It's like it's like comfort, right? Like when like you have you. Yeah, comfort. It's why you rotate through like the same three set of mid laner three sets of mid laner characters because when one of the sets get nerfed, you don't find something. You you just rotate to the next best set. You know what I mean? Like that you're you're comfortable on, right? Like the Syndra meta, yeah. the Oriana meta, the Azir, you know, all that shit. <laughs> like it, it, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. It's it's very sad. I would love to see League of Legends in this perfect form where everyone could play anything. Like that'd be so sick. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, and then like 
yeah, someone just comes out entirely out of left field and it's like, we haven't seen a game of Lilia all year, but semifinals at Worlds, he pulls out the Lilia pocket pick and just dominates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be super cool. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's we'll do a round, round table, then we're two. we maybe can get through one email. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So last week's round table question was uh, what champion do you want to see in art and sustainability update? Uh, similar to the kit ones that Caitlin Nari got. We got some responses on Twitter. Uh Rindosa said misfortune. I think it's a great answer. Rainbow Honeysuckle said, I feel like Zyra comes with the comes from a different game with how odd she looks and she's also like fucking like six six for some reason. She's fucking huge. <laughs> she's very big. Um Sir Fishy uh said Amumu uh, gets some more dynamic animations would be nice. The poor guy has less than twenty animations total, I think. Uh some new champions have more idle animations than Mumu's whole kit. He has the best crit animation in the game, so that's cool. Um and then Dragon <laughs> Tabor good. said, I don't know why, but I feel like Jax would be cooler uh, with an update. I feel like he's a little too big. Maybe give him a cowl instead of a poncho uh, and have his bloody and have his body <laughs> be like uh, a shallow silhouette of what it looks like without the actually <laughs> revealing him. Have a mirror image of him dodging during his W. It, Jax is the only original, like original, original character, original alpha character that hasn't got a um, visual update, which is crazy. But that's wild. Yeah, every other character's gotten some changes to them from the original lineup. Um, wow. Because there's the, the lineup picture of like the original cast and whatever. He's, yeah. he's just so funny. <laughs> he's the only one that looks the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then from our Discord, Armas said Vlad could definitely use one. Seeing a new skin uh, made me realize just how clunky his animations are. There, there's only uh, there's only really an impact felt on his E. I agree. Um, Last Samir, I said a movie would be nice. Maybe he won't be so lonely if he had more than 16 animations. And Dali Maru said, <laughs> I think Chogas is in desperate need of an ASU. It blows my mind that they hired the guy who made incredible artwork concepts of what um, that could that would look like, but only um, have used him to make cool Chogas skins, like the new Broken Covenant one that's coming out. But what do I know? Yeah, I'm sure it's just like, it, it's so much fucking work. But the Broken Covenant skin is a great example of like, imagine if Chogas had a different model. <laughs> but, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, this week's roundtable question is you're in charge of Riot's champion release team. What changes are you making to the greater sc- scale of champion releases for upcoming seasons? Ooh, this is tough. Um, you know, I actually think I want to see more characters released like alongside one another. Um, I feel like the, what do we have? Like the Yone Lilia, like the, it came with Nexus splits. It came with the, um, uh the like story of the spirit blossom event which is super super cool um people enjoyed a lot and i think um having that uh happen more frequently um would be uh would be a good start um yeah i i guess like just add on to that nick i would love to see another duo character that'd be so sick like uh what what do you mean duo like Zyra Khan being like a Zyra duo Khan. release. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, that would be really cool. I like that. They don't even have to like interact. Uh, I just think the idea of like two oh, yeah, t- imagine if they release Yon and Yasuo together. Like oh yeah, that would be that would be the sickest thing of all time. Yeah, sure. right. Like, yeah, they don't they don't necessarily have to have like stronger synergy, but just like, hey, these play somewhat similarly or have a thematic links or stylistic links. Um I I'm gonna go like I guess kind of shout out to a Patreon show we did a while ago where we talked about somewhat unique mechanics. I would want to push towards using those mechanics more as opposed to continually introducing new ones. Like, okay, let's try and add another character with sleep. Let's try and add another character with brittle. Let's try and remove all characters with nearsight. Mm-hmm. Let's try and add a character with you know like like we have these mechanics let's let's use them and elaborate further 
because I think the other option is like you know putting them on existing characters that maybe fit the theme wise but this is I'm on the new champion design team so I just have to put new characters <laughs> you're not on the old champion design team yeah 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 that's cool um awesome if you want to tell us uh what you'd what you'd make uh changes to um in the wider scale of champion releases you can hit us up on our twitter at leadcast you can send us an email mail at leadcastpodcast.com or come into our discord and post in our roundtable section that's uh discord.gg slash leadcast poggers um i think i'm not gonna read the first one okay cool because i think uh that'd, that'd be something we can reply to yeah, um yeah. thanks for your email zach <laughs> Uh, our first email is from Milkman. He said, Hey guys, it's Milkman. I haven't emailed in a while, but, uh, and I don't mean to shell other podcasts, but lately the broken by concept podcast has been brought up a few times in your most recent episodes. And as a follower of coach Curtis and Nathan Mott, uh, I wanted to try to give a TLDR for anyone else listening to you all talk about them. That doesn't want to, uh, pour through the three hour video, uh, you guys refer to when talking about them. Uh, this is when they reviewed, uh, um, uh, nieces, um, experience in korea (laughs) yeah Uh, anyone who wants to learn more i recommend their ultimate season 13 rank guide episode for a full in-depth view on their philosophy in the game Uh, i am interested to hear your thoughts on their philosophy and what you think about their view on the game is but to sum up the core ideas they have number one getting better at league is a process it's more like a sport and most people thinking that it's a video game uh, and you are either good or trash is detrimental to genuinely improving at the game number two the above statement doesn't uh The above statement means that it's going to take hundreds and thousands of hours in the pursuit of mastery. Uh, They believe that uh, you cannot even fully master a champion in less than 80 ranked games of League. This means that in order to achieve said mastery effectively uh, means playing a lot without burning yourself out, which means that, number three, you have to use a process to effectively grind League. The average recommendation they give is the term three blocking. You play three games of ranked on your main every day. This can be adjusted based on your real-life needs and schedules and, and such, but delegating a routine number of games played is the best way to both get over ranked anxiety and prevent tilt queuing seven losses in a row a part of this process also details a format for reviewing uh this usually pertains to how you play the early game and focusing on your first two to three mistakes in the game as reviewing a whole game can overwhelm some players and make them miss the point of what happened with a game the approach to reviews is best utilized for moments where you go what happened in this fight why was he able to kill me there or any other curiosity based statement because then you can really get into the details of what happened whether you died to a roam because you didn't notice top leave on the minimal 20 seconds ago mini map 20 seconds ago uh, when you started rift herald last but not least uh, kind of repeating a lot of the league community about champ pools being small but they actually don't recommend one tricking unless you really want to playing too many champs will not allow you to master champs and thus halt your uh, learning on actual fundamentals due to dealing with learning matchups and builds and limit testing like i said their video for the ultimate season 13 solo queue guide explains this in much better detail but i'm curious as to what your guys thoughts are on this philosophy i personally have started using uh, some of the methods above and i feel like a better player than i ever was for the past nine seasons overall and i'm having way more fun with the game than i ever did there's also another concept of not worrying about your lp and they even had someone in the community develop an lp hiding client tool that stops you from looking at your rank so you're you focus on improvement so i couldn't even tell you where i am right now but we'll after update after split one Anyways, sorry for the atrociously long email, but this has been brought up way too much to not want a full discussion on. Have a great week, Milkman. Uh, yeah, you outlined absolutely mm-hmm. what um, I think we were going for uh, as to like the benefits of watching the the niece video. Um, if you yeah, if you want to watch that, uh, absolutely go for it. Um, it is well worth your time, uh, and changing the mentality on how you view league is is 
absolutely worthwhile. Um, even just to make it a game again and not like a a, a sludge grind, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I I think like my biggest thing. I've watched Pearl every episode like for a while now. Um, <laughs> I think their mentality is really really good. One of the coolest things that I've like. I think it's a really good way to do stuff that I've never heard before them was the, um, yeah, like the, when you like review a game, um, there's like review endings, like things, right? If like one or two, like yeah, after yeah. like two or three things that you, you end the review, you focus on those things. You don't just, you don't watch a fucking 40 minute game and then write down all 50 things you did wrong. You, the first three things that happen, those are the three things you're, you're focusing on. You're going to focus on for the next three games, right? You don't overwhelm yourself. I think that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, there's no fucking yeah, reason to it's... fucking watch 40 minutes of gameplay and could be like, oh yeah, I fucking like butchered the wave here in minute 35. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh, oh re- review ending being like a such a huge mistake that like none of the other choices you make mm-hmm. in the game matter because you're so far behind. Yeah. Yeah, which I think and, is and a I super think... super smart way to to do the review process. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and there's a lot of like other context the later and later you go into the game where it's like, oh, I took this fight here where I was down two items because of mistakes that happened earlier, and it's like, yeah, exactly. Well, mm-hmm. it's not about that you took a fight that that you're down two items. Like it's it's about what happened earlier, or and I think that this particularly comes up with a lot of players who do blame their teammates is like you'll get 40 minutes into a 45 minute game and be like oh see right here is where our top laner got picked and then they got barren because of it Mm -hmm. that's why i lost this game and it's like yeah that might have been the final straw but like how did the game get to 40 minutes why don't you have soul why don't you have inhibitors what did you do to get to this point like surely you did not play perfectly for 40 minutes before mm-hmm. they got caught. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, There's always, you know. and, and that's like, you look back and you say, my top laner lost that game. But that is the sort of thing that I think also is important to realize there. It, it, no one is playing perfect League of Legends and there's always something for you to focus on. The only common factor in the games that you lose is you. One thing so. that I do want to like say, I, I've, I've been mentioning this a lot more recently. Um, I do think there is some merit to like, being annoyed and venting and venting your frustrations about stuff i think it's very healthy by the way i think it's like it, as yeah. long as you're not actually like like if, let's just call him an easy for example right you fucking like tank all that rank and you go fucking this game's fucking bullshit my bottom lane fucking sucks whatever um i fucking played fine dork ass bottom lane right um that's fine i think it's actually super healthy to like mm-hmm. vent that frustration as long as you don't actually like go the only reason i lost those games is because of my bottom line that's not, that's not your takeaway right yeah. like, i think it's fine to like and, be and upset also, about stuff and i feel like we have mm-hmm. there's times on our discord where someone will vent their frustrations and everyone will jump in to be fucking dr elo um to like help them and sometimes it's fine just to vent your frustrations and not want to like have something solved <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think I think that's just an issue of like specifically with our Discord. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of um, I'll say like defeatism uh, with reference to solo queue this split or this uh, you know season particularly that like doesn't make me happy to see. But yeah, it, it, like vent away. Mm-hmm. But as I long also- as you don't like legitimately believe losers queue exists, which is or, proven or that it doesn't like now. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, we can talk about the next week. Yeah. I think the the other side of that coin that I would also say is like. Also, don't be flamey or like, we'll say, don't be putting all of that frustration into your team chat mm-hmm. or into a direct message at somebody telling them to like do very bad things that, that are going to get Please you a chat ban or just clip, banned right? permanently. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, where it's like I, when I'm playing, and especially if I'm playing like, you know, I'm, I'm like in a game with you or Trevor and like we're duoing, like I'm saying so much bad shit about my teammates that I hate and that they suck, but I don't type a word in chat. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm a very, very positive player if you just look at my chat logs, but I am constantly flaming my teammates, right? Because I'm just inventing it out. But like there's, it, it's not productive to put it into chat or to waste my time typing it. Like, it's not going to make them play better. It's going to tilt both of us. Like, I'm going to end up wasting time typing and then, like, be less efficient in my gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. Oh, cool. yeah. so, really good email. I all think... in all, thanks for the email, Milkman. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the email, Milkman. Uh, to everyone else who emailed in, we will um, get to it next week. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to send us an email yourself, it's mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kingloudout, bluebasket, and leadcastfrost. Uh, tweet at us at leadcast on Facebook. We're leadcast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leadcast. And finally, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you uh, next Join week. Join the tournament. Bye. 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 Bye.